Welcome, friends and enemies, to the reboot of Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. I am your longtime host of this piece of garbage, and I've got a new co-host who I bet will be more reliable than old dumpy old Mike. I've got my friend Ashley here. Hey. hey. Welcome to uh, Let Me Tell You About Homestuck 2000. <laughs> 2000. Uh, if you don't know, I off and on ran a podcast called Let Me Tell You About Homestuck with my buddy Mike Blaze. But he's a busy man and doesn't like Homestuck that much. So he got sick of recording it and the episodes came increasingly more erratic in their uh, release dates. And it just kind of fell apart entirely a year or two ago. And now, for no good reason whatsoever, long after Homestuck has, like, fallen out of vogue as the big thing on the internet, it's being revived because me and Ashley kept daring each other to do it. So now here we are. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Ashley. It's good good to be here. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to be here. So, um... Uh, the, the old format of the show was I am a massive fan of Homestuck. Still am, after all these years. After, after uh, all this time? Right. Always. Whereas Mike knew nothing about it and was inclined to kind of dislike it. Um, though I think secretly he likes it more than he lets on. Uh, uh, he's soon dare. But, yeah, exactly. He's very soon dare uh, when it comes to Homestuck. But Ashley, how do you... Uh, what, what's your relationship with this thing? Um, so, I... Like most people who join Tumblr in the height of the Homestuck craze, know mm. people who really like it, sure. and I know some things about it. And I tried reading it, and I just kind of fell off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of Problem Sleuth, the earlier okay. comic uh, by Andrew Hussey. Definitely, yeah. Um, but and every so often I just see that Homestuck has updated and. I'm like, well, good for them. <laughs> right, yeah, it's still trucking along. Yeah. It's been going for, I mean, it's been on a hiatus for a long time now, but it's uh, it started like five years ago. Oh, no, I guess coming on six years ago now. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, for it started a, in 2010. A big, uh, you know, I don't want to call it the webcomic, but a big, you know, kind of web project. That is a long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, If you don't know, I guess I should run down the premise real fast. Homestuck is basically a webcomic, which can be found at mspaintadventures.com. And it is formatted like an old adventure game where you have like a single panel and some narration. And then there are user submitted commands that are then followed through on a link and progress the story. And eventually... um, the writer and creator Andrew Hussey took over um, the command so that they are no longer listener submitted. But that's a long way away from the beginning of the story. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to touch on, but I, I think that's about it. Uh, right now, like I said, the, it's been in hiatus for a long time. It is gearing up for the big, massive finale, which is going to start on April 13th of this year. And uh, I, it would be neat if we timed this with that, but there's no possible way we're getting through no. all of Homestuck in that time. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on anything else we need to touch on, so maybe we should... Uh, should we, should just... I touch on uh, what I know? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... We, yeah, we were going to talk about that, because you are not completely new to home stuff. No, I am... Like I said, I tried it a bit and kind of, you know, fell off of it. Um, around the time the first, like, trolls show up... Okay. But that was several years ago... Oh, yeah, definitely. And so... You actually made it a good bit past Act 1, if that's how far you got. Um, yeah. That's, like, Act 3. Oh, okay. Well, also, I, like... From one of the things I remember is that the acts are totally fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, Each one is exponentially longer than the last. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and so I remember, um... There's kids. Mm-hmm. There's aliens, question mark? Okay. Um, puppet. Yeah, there's a puppet. Uh, shaving cream bomb, just because I remember that frame and yes. it makes me laugh. Yes, it's a good frame. Um, and pool ball guys, which was actually my favorite part because yeah. it reminded me of Prom Sleuth. Yeah, no, that is, uh, that's, that's true. That is kind of Prom Sleuth-esque. Uh, they're the felt. We'll we'll learn all about their adventures someday. Oh, great! <laughs> and in fact, someone might go back and listen to the old non-rebooted version of this podcast to listen to that episode because it was one of the last ones we did. Uh, so, like I said, Homestuck is formatted like an adventure game. So I am going to sort of take the place of the text parser or like the game narration, and Ashley is going to take the place of the quote-unquote, player. So she's going to read out all of the commands, and I'm going to read the narration. Okay. Uh, as, as we approach uh, moments of dialogue, we'll figure out, we'll divvy up parts and read them amongst each other. I will say it is nice that we have, you know, to dip into the gender binary for a bit. We have a male co-host and a female co-host. Yeah, no, that's way better than <laughs> before when Mike would talk like this when he had to do a female character. So, yeah, this is way better. Yeah. Because I hated him every time he did it. I may still do it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Ashley. I'm still working on my podcast voice. Yeah? You gotta find your... Maybe <laughs> it's like this! <laughs> no, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. No, that, yeah, that's, uh, that's Onion Sand. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is Onion Sand from Undertale. We'll probably talk about Undertale intermittently, because that's the new hotness yeah, these days. Yeah, the new Homestuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Actually, I don't know how well you know Mike Blaze, or if you know him at all, really. Um, I have heard the legends. Okay, I I'm just trying to decide how angry he's going to be that I replaced him on a show that he abandoned. <laughs> um, I could see maybe being angry. <laughs> I follow him on yeah. Twitter, and he posts about... Yeah, I also follow him on Twitter, uh, at Just Blaze. Yeah, he posts about iOS stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's making an iOS game. I, I downloaded his previous game, and I enjoy it quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, with all that, uh... All that said. All that prelude out of the way, let's get down to it. Okay. We are on the first page of Homestuck here. Uh, wait, you just have to say? No. Okay, all right. Let's go! Hey. Homestuck. A young man stands in his bedroom. It just so happens that today, the 13th of April, 2009... Oh! It started in 2009, not 2010! Okay, it's even older than I thought. Jeez, this thing is seven years old. 
This thing is almost a decade old. Wow. That's going to be a really weird, like, BuzzFeed article. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten celebrities that are younger than Homestuck. Uh, It'll happen. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, at that point, it'd be it just... like ten celebrities that are younger than BuzzFeed. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> it just so happens that today, the 13th of April, 2009, is this young man's birthday. Though it was 13 years ago he was given life, it's only today that he'll be given a name. What will the name of this young man be? Enter name. Zoosmell Poop Lord. Try again, smartass. I don't know, that seemed like a good name. Zoosmell Poop Lord's a pretty good name. I'm gonna try again, though. Alright, let's try again here. Let's get a real name going. John Egbert! Okay. Hooray. He seems happy with that one. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a square name for a square... Rectangular dude. <laughs> yeah, he's got some rectangular eyeballs. Yes. Or glasses? Eyeballs? Yeah, they're glasses, okay. but they're, they're, that's not clear at this point. Okay. <laughs> Uh, examine room. Alright. Your name is John. As was previously mentioned, it's your birthday. A number of cakes are scattered about your room. You have a variety of interests. You have a passion for really terrible movies. You like to program computers, but you're not very good at it. You have a fondness for paranormal lore and are an aspiring amateur magician. You also like to play games sometimes. What will you do? John's got a lot going for him. Yeah. Also, I just remembered that there's a lot of Bill Cosby jokes in this early stuff that Ooh, yeah. was not as... Yeah, mm. boy. <laughs> so speaking of how this thing is seven years old... Ooh. Whoops. Yeah, no one knew he was a dirtbag back in 2009. Well, they just thought he was a lovable old goof that loved his pudding pops. Let's, let's quickly retrieve the arm from the drawer. That seems yeah like a good thing to have. Let's... Your arms are in your magic chest, Poop Lord. Oh, don't, don't do me like that. Uh, Remove the cake from the magical chest. Out of sympathy for John's perceived lack of arms, you pick up the cake for him and put it on his bed. Okay. Quickly retrieve arms from magic chest. I've seen that symbol on the calendar before. Uh, yes, you have. That is the symbol of Spurb, which we will get into. Right. You retrieved your fake arms from the chest. You use these for hilarious antics. So this is probably worth explaining. Uh, Andrew Hussey usually draws his guys without arms unless he needs them to have arms. Yes. So it's been a running joke that, hey, he needs to get his arms. Yeah. And this has a little twist on that joke where he just gets fake arms. Yeah, I, I believe there is a similar thing in Prom Sleuth. Yes, there is. Yeah. Uh, you catch-a-log them in your Silidex. You have no idea what that actually means, though. Nope. There are other <laughs> items in the chest. Oh. Let's examine the contents of the chest. Let's. In here, you keep an array of humorous and mystical artifacts, each one a devastating weapons in the hands of a skilled magician or a cunning prankster. You're neither of these things. Mm. Among your artifacts are two fake arms currently catalogued in your Silidex, one pair of trick handcuffs, one stunt sword, one magician's hat, one pair of beagle puss glasses, Several smoke pellets, several blood capsules, and one copy of Colonel Sassaker's daunting text of magical frivolity and practical japery, and one copy of Harry Anderson's Wise Guy by Mike Cavaney. The the other the the first book has given me a little 
it's hard to look at. Yeah, it's a it's a very yeah that is a colorful cover in a very garish kind of way. Some of this stuff may come in handy at some point. For now, you decide to just take the smoke pellets. That's a wise choice. Yeah. He moves. What? Oh, you you didn't read the command. Sorry. <laughs> Catalog smoke pellets. There you go. You'll get the hang of it. Don't worry. <laughs> You stow the smoke pellets in one of your catalog cards in your Silidex. You still aren't totally sure what that means, but you're starting to get the hang of the vernacular, at least. You have two empty catalog cards remaining. Okay. Equip fake arms. You aren't totally sure if equip is a verb copacetic with the abstract behavioral medium in which you dwell, but you give it a try anyway. Unfortunately, you can't access the fake arms. Their card is underneath the one you just used to catalog the smoke pellets. You'll have to use the pellets first in order to access the arms, but this is probably unadvisable since you just make your room lousy with smoke. Lucilidex's fetch modus is currently dictated by the logic of a stack data structure. You never were all that great with data structures, and you find the concept puzzling and mildly irritating. But with any hope, perhaps you'll advance new, more practical fetch modi for your Silidex with a little more expertise. Ashley, do you have any computer programming experience? No, and I'm starting to remember why I stopped reading Homestuck. <laughs> You're going to learn some basic data structures. It's educational. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you did say he's awful with computers. Yeah. Uh, let's examine the problems with Poster. Let's. Is it possible to get any more hard-boiled than that? You really doubt it. This poster was one of your wisest purchases, and that is a link to buy that poster. There is a nice spot on the wall next to it. You have meaning to hang another poster there soon. So I'm, I'm just I'm lost in hard-boiledness. Yeah, it's a very hard-boiled poster. It is. He's just smoking and has candy corn all over the place. Yeah! Yeah, that's the life. Read note on drawer. Happy birthday, son. I am so proud of you. This note is rich with the aromas of fatherly aftershaves and colognes. Beside the note is a rolled-up poster. Oh, the, the dad, right? Yeah, I remember liking yeah. the dad. The dad's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Dad's, it, it seems like in fiction, dads are either very nice guys or not nice guys. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, take poster. All right. Another birthday artifact. You wonder what's printed on the poster. You'll need some way to hang it on your wall. Acquire hammer and nails. They will come in handy. All right. You first place the hammer into your Silidex. But now all of your capture log cards are full. You wonder what will happen if you try to take the nails. I guess it doesn't hurt to try. Let's take the nails. Let's. You capture log four nails onto the top card and push all the artifacts down a card. The fake arms are pushed entirely out of the deck. <gasps> oh, well. They're probably completely useless anyway. But you probably don't want to do that again unless you want to drop the smoke pellets and suffer the consequences. In any case, you now feel like you have gathered enough things to get down to business and do some really important stuff. The next thing you do will probably be exceptionally meaningful. Squawk like an imbecile and shit on your desk. That is the dumbest idea you've had in weeks. Stupid, stupid, stupid. You get the polished surface of your desk. It beckons. It does beckon. <laughs> Actually, have you ever squawked like an imbecile and shit on your desk? Um, not together. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, let me just say, college was some crazy times. Yeah. Uh, but let's combine the nails and hammer. Let's. You merge the top two cards. The hammer and nails are now cataloged on the same card and can be used together. Now it's like an adventure game. Now it's like an adventure game. Uh, use hammer and nails on poster. Use the hammer and nails card in conjunction with the card beneath it. Nail poster to wall. You use the hammer, nails, and poster on the blank space on the wall. It's glorious. Exactly what you wanted. The old man really came through this time. It is a movie poster for the film Little Monsters, starring Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. Okay, so I actually have a weird history with Little Monsters. Oh, please share it. <laughs> so, um, we, you know, like most places, had a blockbuster video near us. Sure, yeah. Uh, and one of the videos that always was there, no one ever rented it, was a DVD copy of Little Monsters. Okay. And on the day that Blockbuster went out of business, I went there and I purchased Little Monsters. Oh, great. And that night we great. all watched it. <laughs> <laughs> this was before uh, I knew anything of Homestuck, so... Right, right. This was... There was no... Well, there was irony involved, but it was not... Not that kind of irony. Yes. Yeah, I get you. A, a, a curious irony... Yeah. That movie's not yeah. good. No, it doesn't seem like it is. I've um, never seen it. There is a moment near the end where it becomes like amazing for like five seconds. Okay. Um, okay. Where the kind of evil head monster who just looks like a dude. Uh-huh. Which weirdly works. Um, <laughs> uh, he decides that he's going to kill the kids and Fred Savage and all his buddies. Oh, jeez. And buzzsaws come out of the ground. And start wow. heading towards the okay. kids, and I'm like, "Oh shit! This movie just got great." <laughs> <laughs> Child murder is the best. Well, I mean, like you know, some like actual fucking yeah. stakes. Hey, you know what? If you like child murder, stick with home stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> not sure I feel about that. <laughs> Let's just examine this Con Air poster. Yeah. No, there's a lot of child murder eventually. Uh, put the bunny back in the box. I said, put the bunny back in the box. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? In fact, I also never, I've never seen Con Air. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Think I'm missing anything? But, uh, I mean, it's an action movie. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know. Examine Deep Impact poster. All right, Morgan Freeman's genteel homespun mannerisms were perfect qualities for a president residing over a crisis. Oceans rise, cities fall, hope survives. Wow! Films about impending apocalypse fascinate me. Plus, a black president? Now you've seen everything! Huh. Yeah. Let's examine the calendar. Let's! You marked your birthday the 13th of April. Another day you marked was supposed to be the arrival for the highly touted Spur beta launch. It's been three days already. It's starting to become a sore subject with you. So this originally launched and the idea was that every page was going to be fully flash animated. Not like massive animations, yeah. but just little bits. And then he got three days into it and realized this was a bad fucking idea. <laughs> and restarted it in the old MS Paint Adventure format. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, let's eat. That's what that is. Let's eat the cake. There are multiple cakes, but. Yeah. You are sick to death Uh of cake. You've been eating it all day. And you have no intention of clogging your Silidex with it either. The cake stays put for now. You hear a notice from your computer. Someone is messaging you. He has two separate whole cakes in his bedroom. <laughs> he, he, he's sick to death of cake. He's been eating it all yeah. day. Yeah. Well, let's examine the incoming message. All right. Get a first glance at uh, John's desktop here, which is a horrible Photoshop of, like, Slimer from Ghostbusters. Yeah, that <sighs> seems about right. Yeah. You pull up to your computer. This is where you spend most of your time. You decorated your desktop with some rather handsome wallpaper, which you made yourself. You're really proud of it. Your desktop is also littered with various programming project files. You're so bad at programming, sometimes you wonder why you even bother with it. Your Pester Chum application is flashing. Someone's trying to get in touch with you. Uh, let's open Pester Chum. Only one of your chums is logged in. He sent you a message. There's ectobio. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're ectobiologist and his friend is turn tech godhead. That okay, yeah, that that seems about right. So, yeah. So let me ask you this, uh which uh which of these characters would you like to be for this first dialogue bit? Um I think you should be John, maybe? Okay, I'll be John. Okay. All right. In that case, Turn Tech Godhead began pestering ectobiologist at 1613. Uh, so, so he's in the red. Yes. You're, you're, yes. I, I somewhat remember this character. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so what kind of insane loot did you rake in today? I got a little Monsters poster. It's so awesome. I'm going to watch it again today. The apple juice scene was so funny. Oh, God, the apple juice scene. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucked up scene. But they yeah, do that well. kid. That's not all right. <laughs> oh, hell, that, this is such a coincidence. I just found an unopened container of apple juice in my closet. This is like fucking Christmas up in here. Okay, that's fine. But I just have one question and then a word of caution. Have you ever seen a movie called Little Monster starring Howie Mandel and Fred Savage? But the seal on this bottle is unbroken. Are you suggesting someone put piss in my apple juice at the factory? All I'm saying is, don't you think Monster Howie Mandel has the power to do something as simple as reseal a bottle? Try using your brain, numbnuts. Why did the fat kid or whoever drinking know what piss tasted like? I mean, his reaction was nigh instantaneous. It was the 15th day in a row Howie Mandel peed in his juice. Oh, I can accept that. Monster Beatley's 70 douchebags are, are cunning and persistent pranksters. Also, Fred Savage has a really punchable face. But who cares about this? Let's stop talking about it. Did you get the beta yet? No. Did you? Man, I got two copies already. But I don't care. I'm not going to play it or anything. The game sounds boring. Did you see how I get, got slammed in Game Bro? Game Bro is a joke, and we both know it. Yeah. Why don't you go check your mail? Maybe it's there now. All right. Look out window. All right. Oh, we're getting some more color <gasps> as we look outside. You see the view of your yard from your window. This is stunning. (laughs) Hanging from the tree is your tire swing. In a kid's yard, a tree without a tire swing is like a proper gentleman without a monocle. That's to say he can hardly be considered a terribly proper gentleman at all. And there beside your driveway is the mailbox. Let's examine the mailbox. The little red arm swingy dealy thing or whatever it's called is flipped up. 
What the hell is that thing called anyway? You don't have time for these semantics. The red flippy lever thing means you have new mail, and that means the beta might be here. Let's go outside and check that mailbox. You're about to hurry downstairs when you hear a car pull into the driveway. It looks like your dad's returned home from the grocery store. Oh, great. He's beating you to the mail. Let's forget it. Let's check, ma- check mail later. You go downstairs and get it, it'll likely monopolize hours of your time. You decide to chill out here for a while until the dust settles. Sometimes you feel like you're trapped in this room. Stuck, if you will. <laughs> in a sense which possibly borders on the titular. Mm. And now your chum is pestering you again. The clockwork of friendship turns ceaselessly, operating the swing lever dealies of harassment in perpetuity. Whatever, the dude can hold his damn horses. Let's examine the games on the CD rack. Remember, you can actually highlight all of these and look at them. Yeah, it's loading a flash thing. He's got uh, a bunch of like old MS Paint adventures, like Bard Quest, and yep. I think maybe all of these. Okay, other than uh, Ghostbusters 2, the MMORPG, and the Little Monsters game, I think all of these are like old MS Paint Adventure stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You put countless hours into this assortment of quality titles. And uh, what pumpkin, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think that one might be Jailbreak? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, let's read Colonel's uh, Sasakuri's daunting text. <laughs> His name is daunting. Yeah. You decide oh. to consult with the. <laughs> you getting freaked out by that cover again? Ooh. Yeah, gotta take it, not... I gotta take some water. I gotta take some water. <laughs> you decide to consult with the Colonel's bottomless wisdom. Good grief, this thing is huge. It could kill a cat if you dropped it. That's oddly specific. Yeah. That's maybe a line to put in your back pocket. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to really dig into this hefty book, you'll have to capture log it. You're not sure you're ready to log jam your other artifacts beneath it just yet. Well, let's capture log the fake arms again. What did you just say? You don't want to clog up your. Ah, oh, Jesus. In a momentary lapse of concentration, you accidentally capture log the arms again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pester chum status to bully. Nothing like shitty inventory systems in adventure games. Yep. You don't think the situation is quite dire enough to go all the way to rancorous, but you still feel the pester chum client should reflect your mood change in some way. Bully will have to do, you guess. This unsurprisingly has does nothing whatsoever. All right, you forgot your chum is still pestering you. Just to be clear, the moods in Pester Chum are chummy, palsy, chipper, bully, peppy, and rancorous. Yeah, that's that's the range of human emotion right there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Let's answer Chum. Uh, all right, I'll let you just stick with TG for now. Okay. No, TG, that... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, oh. <laughs> Acronym. Yes. <laughs> they have many meanings. Yes. Is it there? Please say yes. Maybe you can play with it. She's been pestering me all day about it. She's macking me hard all the time. I start to feel embarrassed for her. I mean, not that I can blame her or anything. Yeah, it's understandable because you're really attractive. I'm attracted to you. Thank you. JK, <laughs> No, I don't have it yet. My dad has the mail, and 
I guess I have to go get it from him and see if it's there. I've been busy spending all afternoon shitting around with my stupid Silidex. It's so frustrating. What's your modus? What? How do you retrieve artifacts from it? Oh, like one at a time, I guess? And if I put too much in, something falls out? Stack! <laughs> What's yours? Uh, hash map. My bro taught me a few tricks to basically know everything and is awesome. What the hell is that? You should probably brush up on your data structures. Yes. Did you at least allocate your stripes specs to this? That's not how you no. say that. He <laughs> can free up a card for you. Plus latency attack stuff when everything gets too hot to handle. Which is never. <laughs> what have you got? Well, I've got a hammer, but it's trapped under some arms. Well, you really suck at this, don't you? Just get rid of the arms and then allocate the hammer to the Specubus. How? I don't know, just use the arms on any old thing and see if it works. Combine arms with cake. You stick the fake arms and the cake on your bed. This definitely makes the cake at least 300% more hilarious. It's true. You're sure Colonel Sassaker would know the precise index of elevated hilarity. Uh, let's allocate the hammer to the Strife Specubus. You check the back of your Strife Specubus for the kind of stratus you have in mind for it. Oh, God. There's a lot of weird words in this. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. I'm slowly losing vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just the homestuck. Don't worry. Okay. That goes away. Okay. <laughs> Blade Kind is my favorite uh, 90s comic. Yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of different types of weapons here. You have blade kind, spoon kind, statue kind, spatula kind. There's there's a lot on here. Ice skate. Hockey. Yeah, hockey stick. Fancy Santa. Mmm. Lit. Yeah. I, I misheard wrench as winch at first. <laughs> now let's select hammer. All right. You, your strife specimen has been allocated with the hammer kind of stratus. The hammer has been moved from your capsule log death to your strike. Wow. <laughs> the hammer has been moved from your capsule log deck to your strife deck. Uh, report progress to TG. Alright. Okay, I did it. Hammercon? Yeah. Okay, there will be permanent allocation for your specubus. I guess I should have mentioned that. Uh. Hope you like hammers, dude! Yeah, that's fine, I guess. I can't imagine it's gonna be all that relevant. I think that's what they call foreshadowing. I think it is. Okay. Let's catalog Kono's big book. All right, now that you've got some space in your Silidex to work with, you figure out you might as well start squandering it immediately. Yeah. Ordinarily, this ridiculous book would be way too heavy to carry around in a practical way. I guess maybe this is one respect in which the cards present some convenience. Right, let's examine the Game Bro magazine. All right. Game Bro, Spurb. Why, the game of the year or whatever isn't as good as some other stuff I like better. That's that's me talking about games, so yeah, that seems... <laughs> uh, let's read the article. Alright, so, okay. Spurb is this game that a lot of cats seem hella pumped of. And this beta is sitting on my desk for review, so I'm like, yeah, man, I'll write something. I don't know. I'm like, so this is about houses or some noise? That's fine. I'm sure that's like fucking dynamite in a handbag for some brosifs. But all I'm saying is, when do you get to thrash anything? 
when you're playing house or some shit, are you ever in jeopardy of getting mud on your doll's dress or whatever from busting out, and I quote, the mad stunts all wicked up ends? Know what I'm saying, bro yo ma? I didn't actually play this game, but I gave it 1.5 hats out of 5 to keep it real. At this point, I'd like to give a shout out to my boy Dennis, who was over the other day. We were gonna chill in front of the dark night, and he was so psyched of it, y'all. So this one time, he was leaning against the screen door, and the ship popped open. And the back deck was wet, and he slipped down the steps and broke his thumb on the lawn. It wasn't a long fall, but hey, I guess a thumb bone wasn't made for supporting the brunt of a huge useless tool against wet grass. We never did watch Dark Knight on account of Ron trucking his ball and candy ass girth to the hospital. But it's cool. I got another watch in me, bro tell Rwanda. Bro notes. Tennis was so wasted. Well, I, I feel I mean, bad for damn. laughing at that. I feel really bad. <laughs> bro tell Rwanda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's cap dog game, bro. <laughs> it might come in handy yeah. if you ever need something that burns easily. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, th I see where this is going. I think shenanigans are afoot. Do you think? Let's capture like the magician's hat. All right. You expend your final card in the magician's hat. Let's get the funny glasses too. You don't have a free card in your Silidex. However, you're able to merge the beagle puss with the magician's hat to create a clever disguise. And that's just a link to a Google image search of beagle puss, which hilariously one of the first results now is a Homestuck thing. <laughs> Many of the first results are Homestuck things, actually, now that I look at it. Yeah, that's... Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of... Like that... Yeah. One of the things is Michael Sarah. Yeah. And then right next yeah. to that is Puppies for Sale. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that says something about the internet. I'm not exactly sure yeah. what. I'm not either. Oh, let's wait. It's got his floor, Dad. John? Who is this John you speak of? You're quite certain there has never been, nor will ever be... Yeah, this is a really shitty disguise. While you're wearing the items, they remain on the card, but it's temporarily removed from the deck, thus freeing up the cards beneath it. Let's leave the room. Alright. Exit into the hallway. On one wall hangs a picture of a fella who sure knows how to have a laugh, a man after your own heart. You always thought he looked a lot like Michael Sarah. But your dad swears on the many hallowed tombs of Egypt that it's not. You're not sure about that, though. On the other wall is one of your dad's stupid clowns, or harlequins, as he's quick to correct anyone who would venture such brazen assumption. Let's go downstairs. Oh, the, this is, this is a lot of this clowns. This is a terrible house. This is a terrible house. <laughs> I, I know people with houses like these. Just garish clown paintings everywhere? Um... I have that, and then also I've had one that's just sad children. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we like to call that the murder house. Yeah, I'd mm. say so. The accursed odor of fresh baking wafts into your newfound nostrils. Something is brewing in the kitchen. It must be the connivings of your arch nemesis, Betty Crocker, and the rich, buttery aroma of her plot stinks to high heaven. This mission's going to be more difficult than you imagine. Let's admire those Harlequins check out the shelves of fanciful harlequins. Look at this fucking garbage. You hate this stuff. Funny is funny, but your dad sure can be a real cornball. Sometimes at night, you pray for burglars. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think I remember that line from my first 
crack at home stuck, and I distinctly remember yeah. him loving it. That's a real good line. <laughs> it's, it, it's the world that you, you can picture it. Yeah, exactly. This little kid, just like, please, just someone rob this fucking house. <laughs> Free uh, me. Yeah. Let's examine the fireplace. A bright orange flame flickers in the fireplace. It doesn't matter that it's April and not terribly chilly outside. In a home, a fireplace needs a fire, because that's what fireplace is for. A fire belongs in a fireplace, damn it. Categorically, at all times without exception. As domestic myth of unaccountable origin holds, a home borrows the spirit of the flame for as long as it makes a guest of it, much as the moon takes liberty with the sun's rays. The moon's an errant thief, and her pale fire she snatches from the sun. Mark Twain. You are almost certain Mark Twain said that. As you were talking, I was tweeting, and then I've dropped my phone. Great. Good job. <laughs> well, let's talk game burn to the fire. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good use of it. It doesn't burn as quickly as you hoped. Each Game Bro magazine is guaranteed to be printed on 40% recycled asbestos. For big ups to Mother Earth, yo. Uh, <laughs> so fucking angry at me. Yeah. We're doing this for laughing at this. Oh, oh, is it? <laughs> is it Molly? No, well. Uh, someone else? No, uh, me. I... <laughs> what? Oh. I am angry at myself for this. <laughs> Gotcha. I thought you were saying you were getting tweets. Also that. <laughs> but it's more just like disappointment. Right, right. <laughs> like we're not angry at you. We're just disappointed. It's like disapproving yeah. parents. Right, right. If my That's parents knew what I was response. doing, they'd probably disapprove. You fell in with the wrong crowd on this podcast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so we fondly regard cremation. Fondly regard that cremation. You examine the sacred urn containing your departed Nana's ashes. When your father gives her portrait a wistful glance now and then, you can tell it brings back painful memories. A tall bookshelf, a ladder, an unabridged Colonel Sassikers. He never wants to talk about it. It's the top of that urn. Yep. You clumsily mishandle the sacred urn. Ash is everywhere. In retrospect, upon mulling cinematic tropes regarding Ashfield urns, this outcome was a virtual certainty. You'd probably better clean it up before Dad finds it. Did I miss anything? What's that on the ground? Uh, I think it's a piece of paper from the game, bro. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Combine Father's Pipe with Clever Disguise. You think now would be a good time to beef up your Clever Disguise. Let's examine that oversized gift. Champ, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. I believe in you. Contemplating what could be inside this package is sort of exciting, but it makes you a little nervous at the same time. Let's open that large present. Oh, hell no! It is a giant Harlequin doll. Like, taller than he is. I'm so proud of Dad. Like waggly legs, no arms. Well, maybe arms. Yeah, yeah it's hard to say. Yeah, not putting putting past anything on this. No, nope. let's capture all those ashes. Ashes. I can talk. First you prop the <laughs> first you prop the Harlequin doll up on the couch. Having it in the middle of the floor sprawled out all akimbo like that struck you as unseemly. 
You caps lug the ashes to your available card. Let's combine ashes with urn. You merge the sacred urn with the ashes. Most of the ash is back in the urn, but it's a total mess. Really, it probably would have been tidier if you just used a broom and dustpan. Let's put the urn, put the urn back. No one will be the wiser. Except maybe for people with eyes. Mm. Let's go get those fake arms. You just got another brilliant idea for something to do with those pointless arms. You pry them out of the cake and capture log them. Looks like Pester Shum is acting up again. This examines the third and fourth walls of the room. Alright, so we see his other uh, room walls here. We've got uh, a bunch of Matthew McConaughey movies, including Contact, Failure to Launch, and uh, Time to Kill. We've got a poster for Face Off, one for Armageddon, and one for Ghost Dad, starring Bill Cosby. Yeah, okay. I, I appreciate yeah. having Failure to Launch in there, because that's... When people talk about bad movies, they often forget the romantic comedies. But there's yeah. some there's some horrible, horrible gold in those hills. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but let's check Pester Chum. All right. Another one of your chums is messaging you. A tentacle therapist. Uh, I think it's therapist. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a technical therapist is a girl, so do you want to take her? Uh, sure. Alright. Let's check the message. Yeah. I understand you have recently come into possession of the beta release of The Game of the Year as featured in respectable periodicals such as Game Bro Magazine. That's an ugly rumor. Whoever told you that's a filthy liar? And you should probably stop hitting on him all the time or whatever. I can't control myself. I have a weakness for insufferable pricks. Anyway, I still haven't checked the mail. My dad has it. I'm trying to get it from him, so BRB. John? What? You're wearing one of di your disguises now, aren't you? You're tugging me right now we're wearing something ridiculous. No. Why would you even think that? That's so stupid. Okay. Why don't you get the game from your father? Alright. Wish me luck. Oh, BTW? JK, I was wearing a funny disguise this whole time. Gotcha! <laughs> I know, John. How often does he do this? I, I figure it's like... <laughs> if this was like Skype, he would just like halfway through the conversation turn on the video. Right. <laughs> and like everyone's like, no, we knew. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that suggests to me that this is just a normal day in his life and it's no like wackier than normal. Yeah. It's the, listen, it's the, it's the wackiness you bring. Right, right. <laughs> uh, you can now ex... Oh, oh, go back downstairs. Sorry, I got ahead of you. I got ahead of you and I was trying to take your job. Ah! You can now execute that brilliant idea you had. There should be just enough frosting on the fake arms to serve as an adequate adhesive. Let's attach those arms to that doll. <laughs> you don't care what Colonel Sassaker says. That makes it at least a million percent funnier. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Let's inspect that burnt piece of paper. An ad for Broblerone. <laughs> you put this back in the fire where it belongs. That's always like, and it happened with Prom Sleuth 2. It yeah. happened with like a lot of webcomics that like become like, you know, big enough to have like books made of them. Right. Which is eventually you have to be to the point where this stupid photoshopped image that probably uses 
let's say a few copyrighted images. Sure. Um, you have to clear that. Oh, that's true. I didn't even consider that, but you're right. <laughs> I, I think that's a really interesting like thing that the internet has made real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder how that shakes out. Hmm. Like, I know, like, there's a, a person who made a webcomic that used a screenshot from a game as the punchline of a joke. Oh. And so they had to get permission from the game. That they're making fun of. Yes. Great. Wow, yeah, that's a weird thing. Yeah. And so they're like, we would just not publish this and at one point, like, lose that strip when, like, ever the archive goes down. <laughs> right. Man. Huh. So at some point you're debating whether Bro Balone is enough of a good joke to right. pay money <laughs> yeah. to put it in a book. That, or I guess the flip side of that is you just slip it in there and hope no one at Toblerone really gives a shit. Also that. <laughs> yeah. Let's throw the present wrapping in the fire. As long as you're cleaning up. That fire's intense. Yeah. Just kept it like that doll. You can carry hefty items, but that thing is way too big. Get real. Besides, you don't even want it. So I guess that's an important rule to keep in mind. We can Weight doesn't matter, but volume does, I guess. Mm. I wonder if that was just a thing Andrew Hussey came up with at the moment to... Oh, it most certainly was. And then had long-reaching consequences. Yes, that's you just described 99% of Homestuck. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's read Colonel Sasker's text. Oh boy, this is this is some small type. <laughs> We've got this is uh, what you signed is... up for. This is what you oh, made yeah. it for. I know, I know. I've read it once before. I'll read it again. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've read it more shops. than once. <laughs> I've read it on a podcast once before. Okay, let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, so we have a Photoshop picture of. Mark Twain wearing the same kind of goofy hat that John's wearing. And we've got a captain says the creepy crawlies. Hell's bells were having a mighty sporting time of it. Hold fast, my intrepid fellow pranksmiths. We've merely nicked the mahogany of our jeeping chests. If I may direct the incisive ogle of your beagle puss to the wiggling regency of rubber bugs, plastic parasites, squirming serpents, pliable past sands, every such uh, order and phyla of creepy crawly. Land sakes alive, we're cooking with petrol now. In further exhibits, we shall dwell on artifacts useful to your exploits. Is your pappy's rod and reel handy? What about a bit of iron and cord? It shouldn't prove elusive. Bring these writhing rascals to life and set the nerves of some old maid to the wreck of Hesperus? Hesperus? Hesperus! <laughs> You have a bothersome aunt who never seems troubled to find ways with your sunny afternoon. A broad, splintery fence. A bucket of whitewash, perhaps. By gum, you'll fix her, wagon. And what of that tawny gent who puts his lackadaisical lean near the sarsaparilla font? You'll have that listless octoroon find the spring in his step just yet. You thought about consulting the text to determine exactly how hilarious the doll is now. But this text is way too big to navigate in a timely fashion. You decide to forget it. I think the opposite. That text is too small. <laughs> also, weird, outdated, racist words like Octoroon. Yeah. <laughs> Let's 
Uh, find the dad and retrieve the mail. Let's get to the, the main quest line. Cut to the chase here. The door on the left leads to the kitchen, from which the smell of baking wafts. A powerful aroma which could lift an especially portly hobo off his feet. The door on the right leads to the study, where your dad spends a lot of time. He could be in either room. Where will you go? Let's go in the study. It doesn't look like he's in here right now, but there are more horrible pictures of clowns. He's got a whole Cirque du Soleil, like, wall mural. Yeah, and I think that's the Joker from the Dark Knight in the corner there. Yeah, well, it's a har- he's a Harlequin. Yeah. Let's examine the father's desk. On the desk is a deck of playing cards, one of your dad's pipes, the April issue of The Serious Jester magazine, and a stray capsulog card. There's also a can of peanuts on the desk. <laughs> oh, Dad, you won't be falling for that one again anytime soon. A severe peanut allergy is a terrible affliction to cope with. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. It is. It's, no, it, it, it's true, though. It's Yeah. Let's upgrade the costume with hat from Hat Rack. You swap the magician's hat with a bowler hat. This disguise is somewhat less funny, but a lot more distinguished looking. Mm-hmm. Combine second pipe with the clever disguise. Your dad maintains numerous pipes around the household. A father without a pipe is like a strapping roughneck without a toothpick. That is to say, he's a rather piss-poor excuse for a roughneck, if you ask me. You'd rather not take the pipe, though. The first one tastes bad enough as it is. How you suffer for your comedy. Let's examine the capture log card. Yes! This will be perfect for expanding the space in your silly... Capsulog, capsulog chard. Ah! <laughs> nested inventory cards. Yeah. Now I got to need to put another catalog card in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's play a haunting piano refrain. And right. there's sound, I'm guessing. There is sound, yeah. That's what the S stands for. Yes. I like how you put the pipe down. Yeah, of course. You gotta focus. Gotta be respectable when you're playing the piano. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've, I've seen many a hoot nanny on the piano with the pipe in his mouth. Have you now? <laughs> Again, college was a crazy time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shitting on desks and playing the piano with a pipe. What? <laughs> it was an art school. <laughs> uh, let's play 52 pickup. All right. All right, you play the prankster's favorite card game, even though you're alone in the room, thus rendering it an especially foolish version of Solitaire. So stupid, look at this mess. The peanut gallery over there sure is getting a kick out of it. You're allergic to their scorn. Mm-hmm. Let's attempt to leave that house. Let's see if we are truly stuck. Yeah. You go back into the living room and contemplate checking the mailbox outside. You think perhaps you should exhaust all possibilities before plunging headlong into a dad encounter. Your television is currently airing a commercial, and it's a commercial for High C Ecto Cooler. I'm also sure that was hard to get. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, there's no way. I I, I am pretty sure he did not pay, find a way to pay High C <laughs> to use those shots of that commercial. Well, like, in, in the book, obviously, it'd probably just be a, a single... Frame. Right, single frame, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't own the books, obviously. 
Right. It doesn't sound like you either do either. I I own the first couple, but I haven't looked at them for a while. Mm. And I have no idea where they are right now. They're in some box somewhere. Okay. A mystery for the ages. Yeah. Uh, let's check them out. <laughs> All right. You exit the house. And checking the mail. Predictably, the mailbox is empty. You've already been scooped by your father. <sighs> so this is going to come up a lot where you have this sort of uh, Oski arrow, just an equal sign, <laughs> equal sign, greater than. I guess just pronounce that as next. Okay. Um, equal sign, equal sign, arrow. <laughs> Or that. <laughs> and I'll, I'll probably just do next. Yeah. The streets are empty. Wind skims the void, keeping neighbors apart, as if grazing the hollow of a cut reed, or, say, a plundered mailbox. A familiar note is produced. It's the one desolation plays to keep its instrument in tune. It's your 13th birthday, and as with all 12 preceding it, something feels missing from your life. The game presently eluding you is only the latest sleight of hand in the repertoire of an unseen Riddler, one to engender a sense not of mirth, but of lack. His coarse schemes are those less of a prankster than a common pickpocket. His riddle is absence itself. It is a mystery dispersing altogether, like the moon's faint reflection. With even one pebble of inquiry dropped in its black well, it is the most diabolical riddle of all. Absence diminishes little passions and increases great ones, as wind extinguishes candles and fans of fire. Walt Whitman. Yes, you are certain Walt Whitman said that. 100% positive. You have a feeling it's going to be a long day. I feel so too. Yeah, you should. Um, I've gotten a, a tweet. Uh-huh. Uh, from Hit Podcast Teams with Tude. Yeah. Luke is the devil. Yeah, that's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> Next. 